Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? Living the dream. How are you? Uh, if I was any better, I'd be you, brother. Now, we've got uh, we got no guests today. It's just me and you. Uh, so, people, you're going to have to hang with with these two voices the whole day. But we got some fun going on, right? It's the today we record on Wednesdays uh, with the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Right around 10:30ish, we put it up on the Facebook Live. Uh, the next day, it'll be out Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. It'll be out on all the other platforms out there, um, except for YouTube for the moment in time. We're currently on a hiatus from YouTube. Uh, we will be back, I promise. As soon as I get a new computer, we will be back. <laughs> Uh, but until then, uh, it'll be on uh, all the other ones, SoundCloud and uh, what is it, iHeartRadio, iTunes, you know. If you listen to a podcast on it, we'll be there. So that being said, it's the day before Thanksgiving. <clears throat> We're going to do a little sports for you. We'll do our NFL picks of the week like always. We got our NBA Big Three. But besides that, we're going to kind of we're gonna have a little fun today. We are going to have a little we're fun. We're bringing back a special segment that's really close to our hearts uh, the first real segment the Nosebleed Sports Past Sports Podcast ever did in swipe left, swipe right. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So so we'll get there. That's going to be fun. But to start off, uh, this this Nosebleed Sports Podcast has a few sponsors that uh, support us. So we like you guys to support them. Adam, tell us about one of them. Uh, training personally. So a lot of us work out. Uh, a lot of us also <laughs> also don't work out. That's exactly right. Uh, we <laughs> so on this side on, on this side of the mic, Adam works out, and I do not. Uh, not as much lately for me. Uh, but <laughs> what, you coach basketball, girls basketball. You're working out every day at practice. You don't I, break a sweat at practice. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay. Right, anyway. So <laughs> so anyway. So some some of you coach. Some of you belong to a gym, some of you work out every day, some of you never, and everybody else kind of somewhere in between. Whatever you're doing now, stop that, start over. And you don't have to wait until January to start working out. Start right now. Go check out Training Personally with Peggy Edwards. Peggy Edwards is a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition specialist. Peggy has your circuit training workout already set up and ready for you to start. That's right. It's circuit training. It's all the rage. Uh, you'll get the one-on-one -on -one attention from a certified personal trainer, but you don't pay the outrageous hourly fees that most personal trainers are going to charge you. There are personal trainers charging 45 50 60 bucks an hour, oh, an hour. to work yeah, out. Without a doubt. You're nowhere close to that working out at training personally. <laughs> um, lots of membership options. Peggy will structure a workout, nutrition, and payment plan that best suits you and your lifestyle. Stop in, take a look around, tell Peggy you heard about training personally on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, and she will give you your first entire month of membership for free. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. The whole the whole month? The whole entire month. Wow. On the house. It's impressive. Uh, you can find all the information you need at trainingpersonally.com. She's on Facebook, Training Personally with Peggy Edwards. And you can call her or text her. That's how personal it is. You're going to get all the one-on-one -on -one attention you need, starting with any questions you have. You can just call or text Peggy Edwards. She's at 513-326-0296. That's training personally with Peggy Edwards. 
513-326-0296. Check it out. Also, the podcast is brought to you by the Vandergriff Gymnastics uh, out in out in the same area as training personally right there in Cheviot, not far away from each other at all. Uh, but if you're in the Cincinnati area and you got some little guys that want to learn about how to flip and do all kinds of little crazy gymnastic things, <clears throat> they do boys and girls gymnastics, uh, preschool gymnastics for, uh, with ages three to six, and then older from that as well. They do tumbling and trampoline. All classes work with trampoline. So it's awesome for kids. What kid doesn't like jumping on a trampoline, right? What adult doesn't? Uh, that's 100% correct as well. <laughs> Although I tried to jump on a trampoline the other day uh, at one of those trampoline parks. How'd you do? Uh, not good. Okay. Not good. <laughs> I've been I've been to the trampoline park within the last probably year or two as yeah. well. Uh, had nephew's birthday, went to one of these trampoline parks, uh, jumped up. Uh, I was told to show one of my three-year-old daughters how to jump on a trampoline, land on your butt, come back up, and then land on your feet. Yeah, when when you when you <laughs> that, haven't done that in years, that let didn't. me tell you how much harder that is than it looks. You know, obviously, you I don't have to, you don't have to tell me, brother. I tried to do it the other day. Um, anyway, at gymnastics, they will teach your kid how to do that for you, so you don't have to make a fool yourself. Uh, but they do tumbling and trampoline, cheer cheer nastic gymnastics, acronastics, great for kids. They combine preschool and youth classes, so it's perfect for busy families. It can accommodate kids of any ages and all in just one class. Um, they also do events, personal events, birthdays. Just get a hold of them at uh, 513-481-4499. That's Vandergriff Gymnastics, 513-481-4499. Now, it's time for the good stuff. Yes, it is. Let's go go with, uh, so currently in our NFL picks of the week, we have a bet going where whoever loses uh, over the, we we pick three games against the spread uh, from the ESPN app every Wednesday. Remember, these spreads are on Wednesday that we pick these, so things change. Uh, But we pick on those spreads, based off of those spreads, on Wednesday, three games, loser for the year is going to have to eat four. What is it called? Stupid hot. Some I keep saying four. Every time I say four, you're like, yeah, if I lose, I'm only eating one. So <laughs> I might not even get through one. Is it stupid hot? I. That's what. Uh, it's the hottest thing Wild Mike makes. The, 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 yeah. Whatever the hottest chicken wing we can find at Wild Mike's, which is a chicken wing joint over here in the neighborhood. Chances are it's going to be hotter than a firecracker on the 4th of July. Yep. So anyway, whoever loses does that. As going into this past Sunday, I was up by one game. That's not a comfortable lead, by the way. How are we, Adam, after this week? After week twelve, I went two and one. Yes, that's not good. Yes, sir. I don't like like the sound of that. Two and one. Which brings me to twenty and sixteen on the year. Ooh, look at you! Four games over five hundred. Yes, sir. You, on the other hand, Ugh. also went two and one. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Brings you to twenty-one and fifteen. Boom! Keep your lead. You keep your one-game lead. One-game um, lead. I like it. Which, comfortable or not, you're in the lead. Ugh. And look, we're coming up. This is going to be week thirteen. We got five weeks left. Five weeks left. 
Whew, man, you want to talk about this is I feel like this is kind of like Stephen F. Austin and Duke coming into the final uh, the final seconds in overtime and the ball just flops around and somehow nobody from Duke will jump on the ball. Which one of us is Stephen F. Austin? Which uh, one of us I mean, at this moment in time, that's a really good question because they were tied <laughs> going into that <laughs> last possession. So, uh, OK, so so that yeah, you're right. That's where we're at. And by the way, that doesn't bring us into college basketball, although that was really uh, a fun game and crazy things happened. We can take care of that in 10 seconds. The second number one team already in the first, what, six weeks or something like that, five, four weeks or whatever of the season, has second gone number one team has lost. And Michigan State lost again. Yeah. Lost the second yep. game, and somehow, even even going into that, they're still ranked number one in the Ken Palm ratings, whatever that is. Hey, That's all, all strength of schedule stuff and yeah. all that kind of business. Um, okay, but NFL picks. All right, here we go. Adam, you start us off. All right, coming up week 13. My first pick is going to be Buffalo, a six-and-a-half-point underdog at Dallas. They at least cover that, I think. Uh, my second game is New England, is a three-point favorite at Houston. I'm going to go ahead and take the road favorite wow. with New England. Um, and Jacksonville is a one-point underdog at home against Tampa Bay. That kind of surprised me. But uh, neither team's great. Neither team's really horrible, but – uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take Jacksonville because they are a home dog. All right. Well, that brings us to me, uh, and I'm not very good at looking at this stuff ahead of time. I'm glad you wrote yours down and had everything figured out because that gives me time not to think at all. Uh, so, <laughs> like usual, I'll just pull this thing up and go off the cuff. Which uh, we'll start off with the Tennessee uh, with the with the Titans and the Colts. No, I don't like that game. Uh, let's Too go. bad. I already made the cross of the top of the T. All right, so, so I need to. a T then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Pick whatever no, game you like. No, in that case, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. There you okay. go. I'll keep my T. Man, a fun game. One o'clock Sunday, San Francisco and Baltimore. How, How much one? fun is that? That could be a, a preview of the Super Bowl. Yeah, could be. Very likely. So I'm definitely not going to even look at that game. No way. No, you know what I am. I'm taking San Francisco oh. plus six. You're going to give me six points okay. in San Francisco? I'll take that in a heartbeat with that defense. And and Lamar Jackson has been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, however, however, it's it's but like the last six weeks has been phenomenal, right? The first three, four weeks he was he was good, but he wasn't this. Yeah. San Francisco puts him back in his place. Okay. Um, although I really like Lamar Jackson, it's been fun to watch this year. Okay, so I was begging for Cincinnati Bengals to take him in the draft. Yeah, I was begging for that. I don't think too many other people were. So there you I, go. No, I don't Good think for so, you. Yeah. You you deserve to come on the podcast and say if that's the case, then I'm glad you said that. <laughs> he wouldn't have. He, he would have been sitting behind Andy Dalton for the last couple years, but no, just whatever. last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah He'd I been. So, I mean, yeah, they they started year. Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley. So why wouldn't they have put him in by now? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that puts me to my last game, which is going to be Green Bay minus six and a half in New York. You got it. I don't feel comfortable with any of that, so I'll probably go three and zero. Yeah, that is one hundred percent how it works. All right, so 
Now, before we get before we get into the big three, I had a little something that I was thinking about the other day, right? So I was talking talking to a guy at work, and he's telling me that he I he, I said he was talking about something, and he needed to call his brother, and uh, and uh, his phone had died, and I I was like, here you go, brother, just take my, just take my phone. He goes, you don't have my brother's phone number in your phone. <laughs> I said, no. Oh. But you don't know your brother's cell phone number? He said, no. I said, how long has he had that cell phone? He goes, I don't know, five, ten years. You don't know your own <laughs> brother's cell phone number? <laughs> we have stumbled upon – We talk, listen, I know I'm, I get old man when it comes to the millennial thing, right? I talk about these poor guys, and, and I feel bad that I do it, but I do it a lot. We might be bringing back two of the old nosebleed yeah. sports pot. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Here, Here we, we go. go. Get off my lawn. Learn phone numbers, okay? You got a spot in your brain, all right? Old people, uh, anybody over the age of anybody Watch yourself now. 34 and over. <laughs> 32. 32 and over. That's old 30 people. and over? 30 and over. <laughs> hey, I'm trying I'm, to be I'm, nice. No, I'm, screw I'm, that. 35 and over. If you're 35 and over, you got a spot in your brain that still has a ton of telephone numbers, right? Like off the bat. Yeah. Off the yeah. off the cuff, off the cuff. Six six two zero four eight four. Thank you. Right, that's mm-hmm. your old growing up phone number. Nine two two four three six two. Nine two two four three six two. That was my phone number growing up. Uh, like this is how weird it is. Like those are cousins, right? So we call each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I know your cell phone number now. I know everyone in my family. My wife, my dad, my mom, my sister. Know all of their phone numbers. I know my brother-in-law's phone number. I don't know my sister-in-law's phone number. I feel uh, I don't call her that often. Or my mother-in-law, I don't know hers. But I I do know I I, I remember Jared Johnson, who is the yes. head basketball coach, uh your head coach, you're the assistant for the girls JV. I know right. his child I still remember his childhood <laughs> phone number, 9220209. Matt Vale. Six six one two one six one. I'm telling you, it's crazy. <laughs> and these kids now. I hope they don't still have those phone numbers at their parents' house or something. I didn't think about that. I don't know if JJ's mom still lives there or not. Sorry, I apologize for throwing that out there, Mister and Mrs. Johnson. If that happened, that's all right. That's Eight right. people. Listen don't to call this. these people. Yeah. Please don't. I just want to put out the fact that they just run off the top of your head, right? Absolutely. What? See, what? but why? But why, we, why can't people just? Remember the number. I know my sister's number. I ever since she's had her cell phone, I've had a cell phone. I have been able to plug it into my phone. That doesn't matter. I still dial it. I dial my wife's work number when I I don't look her up, Aaron, in my phone. Really? I dial it. I don't look up her cell. Same, yeah, well, your number. I don't look people's number up in my phone if I know it. There's no reason to look it up and find it. I know it. I can dial it on the touchpad faster than I can hit contacts and scroll through. Okay. Save time. Memorize phone numbers. It's ridiculous if you don't know your own family's phone number. I don't know if a lot of people would agree with you that it's shorter to dial the number than to look it up in the... I And you know what? You know what's different now is a lot of people were just going, hey, Siri, call Chris. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people were using that now, too. That's definitely easier than t- dialing any. I anything can't do or, that because everybody in my phone number, everybody in my phone has a nickname. Nobody's under their actual name, and Siri never knows what the heck I'm saying. Hey, Siri, dial G money. Yeah, that's Uh, exactly right. Uh, Hey, Siri, dial his airness. Can't find his airness. Like, she's lost. She's got no idea what I'm even talking about. My sister's booger butt. Hey, Siri, call booger butt. Calling booger butt. 
She if heard Siri you say it, and she still can't pronounce Siri, it right? If Siri, it's spelled B-U-G-E-R. In what world? That's an actual word, right? <laughs> booger should be a word in the dictionary. Put that on the poll. But that's not how to spell. Like, is the booger kind of, in the dictionary? Uh, Probably. Or is it two Gs? Maybe I should have made it two Gs. It's Maybe two it's B-U-G-G. It's B-O-O-G-E-R. Wow. Really? Yeah. Man, I need to change her you name on the, my phone. <laughs> you, had the, you had her nickname spelled wrong. No wonder phone. it's Buger. She calls him Buger Butt. Her Buger Butt. Yeah. I don't know how to spell <laughs> booger. I feel like that's like one of the first things you learn as I a I thought kid, that right? was just how you... If, if it's a nickname, you decided that you made up the nickname. You get to make up how it's spelled. That's not necessarily mm. wrong. I feel like booger butt, that's pretty simple. Like that's. I don't get to make up the words just because I made the nickname. I feel like the word booger is pretty specific to what I was getting at. I feel like you get a pass on that, but I'm fine. not giving myself a pass. Okay. Siri, my Siri is also uh, it has an English accent, so I think that's partially uh, why she has no idea what I'm talking about. You like the English accent, eh? Eh. That's a Canadian accent. That's Canadian. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's my get off the line for the day. That's interesting. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Out of I, your family, your, 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 the dad, sister, brother, how many of them do you know off the top of your head? So I'm going to feel like a miserable, horrible human being for this. Uh, but I, my brother and I went and got new cell phones. And Your guys' phone numbers are almost exactly the exactly. same. Exactly. Because we went together and got cell phones and new numbers at the same time. Are you time, about to like tell me you don't know it? Ago. No, I do know oh, his, gosh. but that's why. I started to get excited because I thought you were going to say you didn't know his. No, okay, that's why you know I remember his. I remember my dad's because it was, I think, the first cell phone number any of us had in, a, in the whole family. And I think it was my mom's cell phone number first. Holy cow. And then it got switched over to him. I, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure that's correct. That's the old Cincinnati Bell giant gray block phone. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. One hundred percent. So anyway, so flip up, pull the antenna out. So that, so I, I feel bad. I think I know the first three, but I, I, I might know it. I might know it. But my sisters, at some point, has it changed? Long after that, has it changed? Yeah, she's had more than one cell phone number, and that at makes some it tough. point, it, that makes yeah, it tough. At some point, it changed. She's had the same one for a long time, but. At some point, it changed. I put it in my phone, and then I just went to her name every time. And for that reason, I can't. And it's the same with look. Every girl I've dated in the last, however, really ever, I think I don't know that I remember any girlfriend's cell phone numbers. Really? I don't know that I ever knew any of them, especially, especially the last like couple last yeah, few. I can tell you right now, I I like that's things that I just remember. I never, but I never used the scroll down to find it. I just dialed. I always liked. I like to dial it in. My boss. I know, like, there's a guy who retired that worked that I used to call all the time from work. I I used to just dial his number in. I know all of their numbers. Do you know when I like to dial a number? When there are actual buttons to press. When it's a touch. When it's a touch yeah, screen. But, but on the it's iPhone. Different for but me. on the iPhone, you can make it to where when you touch the number, it gives it a little buzz and it makes it feel like you're pushing a little button. Uh. I have an iPhone 6, and I don't think it does that. Yeah. Well, the 8 does. You give it a little touch, and it goes, ooh, ooh, you feel a little, feels like you did something. You know I don't what know I mean? that. Maybe, maybe that would be the difference. If I if I switch over, at some point I'm going to upgrade. If I upgrade from the 6 to the 8. You're going to be all right with that. That's a big, <laughs> I might. It's a big jump there, old man. Yeah. 
Talking well, about get off my lawn. If I can get, I just saw. If I can guy, get it for free. I saw. I saw a guy yesterday that had one of those old iPhone fours, like the little things, like oh. that big, like that. Yeah, the iPhone four. He's like, why would I change it? It works fine. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. Look, I mean, he I'm, can't download half the games that could possibly be downloaded because his phone won't hold it. But. That's the thing. At some point, you can't you can't update anymore, and all the new stuff they have for you, all the cool new gadgets and stuff you can get on there, mm-hmm. you can't get them anymore unless you upgrade. Um, but anyway, I basically I use mine. I can do anything I really need to do on mine. So I yeah. love. I just love. Di- There's something about dialing a phone number. I want to get a rotary phone again, dude. I got I pop 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 like my wife's number, yeah. dude, dude. There's no oh. way Siri couldn't do it faster than I could do it. Uh, there's a uh, so I have a, like a recurring meeting every morning at work, and I call in from my from my down, desk, and and it's a it's a desk phone, so it's buttons. You have to push the buttons, and and I, it's like a it's like a probably like a fifteen digit number that I got to type in. I can type that thing faster than I can do anything else in my mm-hmm. life. Yep. And it's be I I just like zip through it and yeah and I think I think for me part of it is feeling the buttons press. I don't know, that's a weird thing. I'm I didn't t- even t- think I'm about cool that until that. just now. now I'm I, cool with that. I like to know what the I like to know if anybody's watching or if you're not watching but if you're listening later on past Wednesday, I like to know what you guys think. How many phone numbers do you have memorized? That's what I want to know. I want you yeah. to get on whatever you're listening to this podcast on. Go to the like, subscribe, obviously. But then, if there's somewhere to leave a message or to or to respond, I don't even know what it, how you what you do on these sites. But there's got to be somewhere where you can try to get a hold of us. If not, hit us up on Twitter. You can hit Adam up at Adam. Uh, what is it? Adam Schmidt forty four. Or me at Sick with it at S I C W H I T T I T. You can remember you can remember my phone number, but you can't remember my Twitter handle. I don't. I, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> correct. That can that's that keeps enough. me fair in enough. old man mode, right? You you, t- you probably I get call me a lot man. more than you get on Twitter, anyway. Yes. So, right, one hundred percent. I get on Twitter maybe once a week. <laughs> I call you three times a week. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so uh, get on there. Let us know how many phone numbers you have memorized. So, what's your number? My telephone your, number. No, what is your what do what do you think the number Holy is? Cow. Of numbers I, that you can t- can recite uh, right now. I mean, this includes people that I don't even call anymore. Yeah, like old girlfriends and just buddies from grade school, like their home just phone a, numbers. Just a close, just a ballpark. <sighs> I I I bet twenty or more. Okay, I'd say that's, I'm around twenty. That's impressive, especially all those old ones. I mean, I remember like a maybe lot of mine are old ones. Four eight one zero four four eight. Oh, well, maybe I don't know uh, Bobby, and maybe I don't know the old Edwards number. Four one four zero four nine. Four zero four nine. Still though, <laughs> I feel like I get half credit for that one. Oh, you four eight one four. You and knew then I lost it. it if you had a second to yeah, think about it. You would have done it. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> anyway. I'm not. I'm not as high as you. I. I would bet maybe ten to fifteen. That that's I, that a good I number. Remember. I said twenty. I mean, that's you're right there with me. Eh. All right. So here's the deal. Hit us up on the on the, on the on the whatever, and let us know how many numbers you have memorized. It's just a fun little Thanksgiving thing. Sure. All right. On that note, oh, Thanksgiving phone number. Thanksgiving <laughs> phone a, numbers. That was a Thanksgiving thing. You didn't call people on oh, Thanksgiving. Just, um. 
Like I called all my friends on Thanksgiving to wish them a, a, a happy Thanksgiving. I never did that. No, neither did I. <laughs> all right, so uh, NBA, big three. We do it every week, the big three, because the big three used to be a thing, and now it's the big two. So yeah. here we go, the big three. Uh, let's start off, man. Uh, so beginning of the year, right? The very first NBA game of the year, I don't know if it was the first, but it was on the first day, the Lakers played the Clippers. Yes. And the Clippers beat the Lakers with no Kawhi Leonard. Right. And, oh, my goodness, the Lakers season was over from that day, and here we are, King James, atop the M- the current MVP list. L.A. Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, are cur- currently sit on top of the entire NBA when it comes to record. 15-2. and two. I'm, I, I, just, I just would like everyone to calm down about, you know, when things happen, little things happen, eh, first game of the year, maybe we just take a little, we just take a little break, right? Last year, LeBron got hurt first time in his entire career that he was hurt that bad. Oh my gosh, LeBron's done. He's never playing again. This dude is having an MVP type season. Without question. I mean, we're going to discuss. We're going to we'll discuss, discuss another in, but in a minute. But yeah, to start, I, I I like I'd like to hear what you think about about that week because you had the the Clippers winning the West. I had them winning the championship. I believe you had to win it all. So, do you still feel like they're well? We don't. Not, we all know that winning the championship and being the better team isn't necessarily the same thing. However, when you're thinking about who's going to win, you usually choose who you think the best team is. Do you Correct. still feel like the Clippers are the better team? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I still like their roster be really solely for defense. And look, Anthony Davis is leading the league in blocks. He's going to give you 14 rebounds a game too. There, you know, LeBron's going to give you seven or eight rebounds. It's you. You have uh, you have a pretty good defensive team when everybody's when everybody's involved uh, on the Lakers. The Clippers have three of the very probably three of the top five or six defenders in the league and two of those are also among the best offensive players as well and the other one Patrick Beverly has turned himself into a much better offensive player than he used to be so he doesn't just pick on people now he doesn't just pick on people he picks on people and he knocks down a three and he defends his butt off sure uh, and talks a lot of trash. Boy, I'll tell you a whole what. A lot of trash. I'll tell you what. I just realized, I feel dumb for just realizing this, but is is the best, mm, is is a really good comparison of Patrick Beverly. Is it not Gary Payton? I was, uh, as you were starting this, I've had a feeling where you were going. I was thinking, mm, Gary Payton's what it sounds like. Yeah. Gary Payton was probably a better offensive player. Uh, and a better distributor of the ball. I mean, I mean, they played two different positions. I mean, Beverly's not a point guard, but... But I know what you're saying when it comes to the defensive side. Yeah, both defensive, just just hounds, whatever you want to call them. Gosh, bless you. Thank you. Um, didn't want to use well, Lauren's name in vain. I, it's not in vain, though. Eh, I mean, anytime you're not, uh, we don't need to get a conversation. No way, real quick, real quick. Yeah. All right, you're not it. using his name in vain. You are actually wanting God to yeah. bless me. No, you're right. So that is the complete opposite of you're using right. his name in vain. That's using his name correctly. You're right. I, I really just like I would the, rather you bless me from God because I don't know who Gosh is, and yeah. I don't need Gosh blessing me. I'd rather God bless me. 
<laughs> I just love the joke of using the word gosh in place of God all the time. I love that. Uh, okay. One of my favorite, I've probably mentioned this on this podcast, as a matter of fact, but one of my favorite titles, there are some really funny titles to comedy albums. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite is Do You Believe in Gosh? <laughs> I like that. That's a good um, one. Mitch Hedberg. So anyway, I, I tell my kids all the time, they if they say God, I'm, no, gosh, it's gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use Gosh's name in vain. That's right. Anyway, okay. Continue. <laughs> where, where were Gary we? Payton. Gary Payton. Yeah. Gary so, Payton uh, and Gary, Patrick Beverly comparison. Defensively, I don't know, because was Gary Payton thought of to be a dirty player? Because Beverly, there are times where Beverly's thought of to be a dirty player. I mean, the whole Westbrook thing where he's pulling him down and trying to trip him and getting, I mean, literally pushing him out of bounds after the play is over and doing all kinds of crazy stuff with him. That's he, probably the most famous, but in, I mean, honestly, he's he's a really good defender. But there's a reason. But but he's also kind of known as that dirty player. Peyton wasn't like that, was he? Not necessarily. That was, that was he, more John Stockton. Yeah, right. As much as I don't like to admit it, yes, yeah. Stockton's <laughs> one of my favorite players. But yes, uh, Gary Peyton was more of a trash talker and just be you know he he would be physical and he would get in you i mean he would try to get inside of you mm -hmm. <laughs> he would be so he would be defending he was you so very close. physical but you could be physical back then yes you could um so anyway just i just thought of that comparison there it's not a perfect comparison but anyway um patrick beverly great defender paul george Kawhi leonard both excellent defenders and great scorers now as well uh paul george is like the second best three-point shooter in the league this year as well um he he and Kawhi have only played second best behind behind who? Uh, what's his name from the Sixers? Um, no. Um, oh shoot! What's the guy's I name? I just from, looked at it. What's the guy's name from the Sixers that never shoots threes? Uh, or, oh, Simmons. Ben oh, Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's uh, he leads the league in three point percentage because <laughs> he's one for one. He's one for one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he shouldn't. He should just he, he can retire as the all time leading three point percentage. Ooh, uh, all time, yeah, not even close. <laughs> I don't think. I think he's still even with that one for one. He's probably still like one for twelve, career wise. Oh no, that was his first. He's only taken one career three pointer. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm one. pretty sure, maybe, maybe two. He's never chucked a he's, three up at the end of a half or something. No, I th I think he. They take him out at the end of halves because <laughs> they don't want him doing it. No, he he he's afraid to. He's not going to shoot it. He he just doesn't shoot it. Um. Okay, so the Clippers have only played like two or three games still mm -hmm. with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the court at the same time. We still have a long way to go to really see what those guys are going to be in the playoffs when they are playing together every day. By the way, Clippers playing tonight in a back-to-back, -back, guess who's not playing in that? Oh, without a doubt, Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. Uh, because knee soreness. Oh. You so. think Doc Rivers is going to keep to that this time, or you think he's going to come out and tell everybody he's fine? <laughs> yeah. Knee soreness, what do you mean? No, he's, he's fine. Uh, no, that's what they're listing it as. But also, uh, it, it said, like, knee soreness dash injury. What was the – I don't know what the word was, but it was, like, injury monitoring or something like that. Like, you could tell by the wording of yeah. it was, okay, you're saying knee soreness because you don't want him to play back-to-back. Uh, I still like the Clippers. I still like the Clippers just barely over the Lakers, but I'll tell you what, I would love a Clippers-Lakers Western Conference Finals. Uh, seven games, those guys going at it would be Ooh, a boy, lot of fun. Boy, that would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. The problem is, is Houston's 
putting up points like it's nobody's business right now. Yeah. I mean, so. if but if if you know history holds true, they're going to get eliminated before that. So <laughs> oh, that's right. We'll find out. Yep. Uh, so anyway, all right. So so good to hear what you think. Uh, so just to throw my two cents in. Yes. Uh, Lakers, 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 LeBron, LeBron, Lakers, Lakers, LeBron, MVP championship, Lakers, LeBron. And I'm glad you said MVP <clears throat> because. Is so thinking about the you know there may be four or five guys you could probably talk about right now as legitimate MVP candidates at this point in the season. Still only what six weeks, five or six weeks in or whatever. Yep. Um, is LeBron definitely your pick for MVP? Well, I'm gonna right now. I'm going to say if the if it ended right now, uh, I would take LeBron. Uh, mostly because of my bias. There's other guys out there that are having phenomenal years especially uh, uh, the rookie of the year last year, Luka Don, uh, Don, Doncic, Doncic. How the hell do you say his name? I think Doncic. Doncic? Yep. So it's not Donkich. I don't think so. I think Donch- it's, I've heard Doncic more than any other. So two CHs is what should be in there. Well, yep. if you're from here. Not should. I'm not telling other people how to spell <laughs> if I was spelling it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Luka's having a phenomenal year. The guy's putting up points like crazy and – and just throw just the 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 type of games he's having are are phenomenal. But the the fact is the fact of the matter is the Lakers are number one. LeBron looks like he's thirty and not thirty five or twenty eight, twenty whatever. He looks like he's a young man again, and he's playing that way. And I think a lot of that has to do with. Anthony Davis, this is the first superstar that really fit in with I think he fits with Anthony Davis better than he's fit with any other player that he's played with. Um or maybe he's just older and has learned how to deal with a superstar. I don't know. So maybe Anthony Davis is my MVP because he's brought my man back to uh prominence. Either way, LeBron's mine, but Luca is this kid's having one heck of a year. Yes, he is. The man is averaging, in his second year in the NBA, averaging 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 9.5 and assists. He may be the youngest player ever to average a triple-double for an entire season. How old was – so there's only been three, right? There's only been two. Oh, I thought Harden did it. Mm, oh, maybe. Didn't Harden do it when he won his MVP? Did he? Maybe. Maybe. If if it was him, yeah. yeah if it was him, I mean, age wise, he doesn't even come close, though. It, sure. It's, but yeah, so Doncic is still twenty years old, and he is an MVP candidate in this league, which is unbelievable. He has the, he has, uh, fourteen triple doubles before his twenty first birthday. That is two times more than the second place. That's twice as many as the second place guy, which is Magic Johnson. Right. And then. Uh, uh, who was third? I LeBron just, wasn't it LeBron. It was LeBron. Yeah, you're right. LeBron was third. Um, but I thought yeah. LeBron and Magic were tied with three. No, uh, Magic has seven, and LeBron has like three or four or something okay. like that. So, uh, but Luka Doncic is is blowing everybody's mind, and there were even a lot of people that were high on him on draft day. Uh, but he has come in, and I think probably exceeded most people's expectations. Uh, certainly mine. But he is, I mean, he's averaging, let's see, he is third in the league in scoring. Uh, he's second in, uh, what was that? Yeah, he's getting to the line as much as anybody. He's second in free throws made, third in attempts. So he is 
that's the thing about his scoring ability is he is scoring from everywhere in every possible way. He can knock down a 35-foot jumper and then beat you off the dribble. Yeah. And he doesn't look like a quick guy. He doesn't look like a guy that he's almost like the like the uh, Jokic from Denver of guards, kind Ooh, of, because okay, they okay, don't okay. look. I thought you were about to compare. No, that dude's no, the no, slowest no. guy I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, he's super duper <laughs> slow, and 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 Doncic is probably quicker than most people think. Um, yeah, but he uh, he just I don't know, man. The guy just knows. Uh, he just has that those instincts and just has a feel for angles, and he makes some shots that are like Kobe esque, where you're like, what is he doing? And then it goes in. Um, so the way he's scoring, but but then he's averaging double-digit rebounds, like I said, and almost 10 assists a game. I mean, he's doing everything. He is this new wave of player, this James Harden, Russell Westbrook. You know, these guys, like triple-doubles are a big deal now, and you're seeing people have an impact on games in a million different ways. Yeah. And he is the newest, youngest uh, version of this, and he's taking the league by storm, and he's incredibly exciting to watch. Um, and that's so he people are talking right now about he possibly being the MVP. Yeah, um, I mean, I you can't. <laughs> uh, he's right there in that in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else would you put in there? I mean, you got LeBron, who right. is leading the league in assists, which is crazy because he's playing point guard for he the is. Lakers yeah <laughs> he is he's averaging uh almost 26 a game 25 and a half a game uh rebounds uh, I don't know what he's got I'll get back to him but uh I mean he's he's I mean he's almost averaging triple double as well so yeah. you have of course this is when my iPad won't let me touch on somebody's name <laughs> when I want to but uh those two, you got a guy. I mean, you know, uh, is Car Anthony Towns on there? Is James Harden on there? Uh, who else? Giannis, obviously. James is Harden the one. and Giannis are probably the two others that I would put in, in that, that conversation. Group of four. And, yeah. and and James Harden only because he's averaging almost forty points a game. Yes, it's like Wilt. If anybody wanted to know what it was like to watch Wilt Chamberlain back in the day when he was dropping fifty some points a game. Mm-hmm. I, this is basically the closest thing you're going to get to it, right? It's not a back to the basket, just throw it into him and let him shoot. Yeah, the, it, it's a little bit more than that. But this is the watching him in a game. That's that's the amount of t- that's the amount of scoring that you basically would have been able to see in the days of Wilt. Nobody puts up 30. He's averaging almost 38 points a game right now. Yep, yep. And he uh, he's I the last couple years, each year you're like, whoa, how can he? How can he get any better and how can he get any more, you know, how can he add another thing to his game to make him so unorthodox and and so, you know, this thing that we haven't really seen before. Like just his style is so unique and uh, and he continues to improve it and, you know, make little, you know, add little wrinkles and stuff like that 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 make him even tougher to guard. And that's why he's he is he's averaging thirty eight points a game or whatever, and um, I don't know that it's sustainable for the entire season. But if anybody can do it, it's going to be him mm-hmm. because he 
has those, you know, he, he gets away with travel sometimes, but he does. He, he's perfected the, the step back, sidestep, uh, and then lulling you into thinking he's going to do that and then going by and you. And taking you right off the, off the dribble. Yeah, and, uh, and even when you do know he's doing that, he's still going to get the shot off, and you're probably going to foul him because he's better than anybody's ever been before at drawing fouls, especially on jump shots. And they were trying to do it, and, and I know and it's got to be because of him, right, is the main reason, maybe Steph as well, of them trying to uh, trying to to – uh, push the offensive initiation of the foul and not calling it on the defense. You can, you know, because they're jumping into you from the side and trying to trying to get that out of the game. But it's it, even with them trying to, you know, crack down on that, which they really haven't done. But even with that, he still does it better than anybody in the game. He does. It, it's 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 hard to explain. You have to watch James Harden play an entire full game. To, to believe that this is a guy that we've never really seen a person play like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we, we you know, really wanted to kind of bring up Luka Doncic and talk about him, but, it, you know, even more fun, I think, is talking about, even Guys, though it's yeah, not it, too far it, into the season. We're it's not too far at all. MVP. I hate talking about MVP. And the, the point of this, <laughs> of the big three, was to talk about Luka as number two. So... We got a little bit of Luke in. All right, so let's get into the third part of the big three, which is uh, kind of the biggest topic that's come up over the last couple of days is Adam Silvers came out and uh, kind of brought to everybody's attention some things that the league has been thinking about. There are, I mean, these seem like things. So this is the thing that the uh, the NBA Players Association and the owners are talking about um, adding for the 21-22 season. Right. Significant major major changes to the sport like we have not seen before as well um what a time to what a time to be a basketball fan i'll tell you especially an nba fan yeah so uh there are basically like four main initiatives that they're talking about one is shortening the season from 82 to 78 games um that one is is i'm i'm all for it um, I never thought they were going to do it because you're losing out on the money of playing four additional games. But and I don't know the details of how this is going to work out. But the league has has told the teams that they expect at the very least the first year to break even. They they are saying that you are not whatever. However, they are going to set it up. They're going to do it in a way that the teams are not going to lose money by playing four fewer games. I, that's all I can tell you because I don't know how I don't know. So the main the money, side, but the big money side is coming from TV, right? Yeah. So you've got to find a way to, you've got to find a way to make up four games, and and of here, TV money, and that's a lot of money. I mean, every game, they're making a lot of money per game. Well, here's how they're going to try to do that. All right. The most confusing part of this whole thing to me <laughs> is uh, this midseason tournament. Like this uh, between between like Thanksgiving and Christmas, sometime in there, they're pl- they they want they're talking at least about a a tournament for all thirty teams, um, p- where part of it is like pool play, where your regular your regular season games that you're playing anyway mm-hmm. count for um, like seeding, I guess. And then I think the top eight that come out of those games are entered into a tournament. 
So all 30 teams are eligible, and depending on the four or five games, however they structure it exactly right. uh, within, the, within the framework of the regular season, those teams will be seeded then one through eight, and they'll play a tournament. Okay. Somewhere in the middle of the season. That's what's weird about it. That's what's confusing and about so it. So what are the other teams doing at this point in time? Like that's a it's a difficult yeah, I don't understand. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure. And I'm sure there's a lot of kinks they gotta work out. But what happens from there? So that really, from what I understand, that is just to basically to say like this is our NCAA tournament. That works that works because it's a single elimination Elite team eight. tournament. Right. right. Um so Basically, we want to just like get more people interested where you can like win the tournament championship. So what which do you doesn't win? mean anything. But what I don't are you think. gonna be winning? That's the thing. I that's where I I'm not sure. And I don't know I, that I feel like it's gotta, that out. Yeah, that's yet. gotta be something that and and I haven't read too deep into this, but I feel like that's gotta have something to do with the actual playoffs. So, you know, if you win those two, you're guaranteed a first round home you're you're guaranteed to be a home team in the first round of the playoffs at the end of the year no matter where you end up you're maybe you're guaranteed a home series or something of that nature or i there's got to be something that way because then another go ahead well there's so what they're trying to do to to make it so that these teams are interested in it because everybody's saying right away well okay the the really good teams the Philadelphias and the Milwaukee's and the the Houston's and the Lakers and the those teams, why would they be interested in that? Why would they be interested in in there? Those are the legitimate teams that are gonna, that are going to be in the playoffs and playing for a, a chance to play for a championship at the end of the year. Why would they even care about that? Well, there are supposed to be financial uh, gains by by winning the championship. There there are incentives, financial incentives, uh, for playing and playing hard and playing well and caring about it. Okay. Um, it seems to me like there's a long way to go to get that all ironed out. I don't feel like if anything's coming in the near future, I don't feel like that mid-season tourney is that near future. 78 games, I see it, but you, like you said, you got to find a way to make that money up. If it is the mid-season uh, tournament that makes those games up, then we're farther away from 78 games than I think we than than we should be. Yeah. However, there's a couple other things that they want to do too. Yeah, and, and I think these last two things are the most interesting that I might be on board for. And they're, they're, uh, these last two things are the two closest things to being can be done can can foreseeably be done without changing the structure of the whole NBA. Yeah, yeah. So one is once you get through the the playoffs and you get to the conference finals, they become not the conference finals anymore because you're reseeding those last four teams. So based on regular season record, so the example from a couple years ago was like uh, Houston, the Warriors, the Cavs, and the uh, Celtics. So it would have been instead of the Cavs and Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals and the uh, Warriors and and Rockets, and that's where this is coming from was a couple years ago, Houston and uh, and the Warriors were so much better than any of the teams in the right. in the what in the Eastern Conference. Everybody said that was the that, that was, was the finals, finals. Right. Even though that was the year Cleveland won. Was it the year the Cleveland won? I'm pretty sure that was the year Cleveland won. It may have been. Um so <laughs> and, and the thing is So okay. Let me start over. They they want to so in that situation, they would have reseeded 
and the Warriors would have played, I think it was the Cavs, and no, because Houston finished with the best record. Houston, Cleveland, and it would have been uh, Boston and Golden State. And um, and then the winners of those obviously would play in the finals. So we could have had an all-Western Conference Finals or an all-Eastern Conference Finals. So I think that's interesting. If you reseed I, them based on regular season I t- I'm wins. totally down for the reseeding thing. We've, we've kind of talked about this before. Reseeding is not – I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You make the playoffs in your respective division or whatever, and then, okay, well, like you said, it's not fair for Golden State and Houston to have to play the two best teams having to play each other in a in a conference final and not an actual final. You know what I mean? So I'm totally down for something like that. I got I think that is definitely doable. I don't think there's a lot of people that even if you're in the East or the West, how could you be upset about that? You're still making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, the eighth team in the East is still getting in the playoffs, correct? They yeah. just are gonna be at the very bottom. <laughs> and or or or, you know, but the fourth team in the East might be you know, fourth from the worst. It's just depending on how it comes in, but you're still in the playoffs. You still have that chance at that point in time. Yeah. And um, so then the last thing is uh, trying to keep more teams interested, more cities interested, um, is taking the – once you get to the end of the season or maybe I don't know if it's going to be I – don't, I don't imagine it's going to be after the season. It may just be – well, yeah, I guess it would have to be. See, yeah, so there are still details about these things that need to be that need to be figured out. But you take the seven through ten seeds at the end of the year, four teams each division, right? And, and, and you play basically play-in games. So, and how that works is number the seven seed and the eight seed at the time when they're when they're playing these things play each other. The winner of that gets the seven seed going into the playoffs. The loser of that hangs out and waits for the 9 and 10 seeds to play each other. The winner of that game plays the loser of the first game, and then the winner of that game makes the 8 seed. Sure. So the incentive is if you're a, if if you've go, if you've played well enough to to be theoretically in the playoffs in the 7 or 8 seed, you're you still only have pl- to yeah, you have you have to win one game and you're in in the 7 7 seed or you can lose and still make it. Still have an opportunity. Yeah. But if you're the 9 or 10 seed, you got to win two games. It's close to not – I mean, kind of close to taking a page out of MLB by bringing an extra wild card in and having play-in games. Kind of the same thought process, uh, except for there's more of a tournament style to it beforehand because you're bringing more teams into that possibility. Right. But uh, as much as I don't like the one-game – uh, the new one game wild card to see who becomes the wild card. As much as I don't like that, mm-hmm. I kind of like this in the NBA. Yeah, but it's more than just a game. You still gotta, you still have to win some games. A couple at least have you know. It's not still not a series, but I guess I'm really contradicting myself. The more I think about this, but I do think it's a little bit better this way than it is in the way major league ba- in major league baseball. I like this. Yeah. The problem is going to be that's four more days off. That's four days in between a possible four days, depending on who wins the first games. But that's a possible four games you may have to play in between the end of the season and the start of the playoffs. Yeah. That's the thing about all these things, that midseason tournament and this these playing things are how the scheduling is going to work out. Because you can't – you can't have them where you have uh, a bunch of off days in between anything, and you can't 
you don't want to make a team play three days in a row or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? At the end of a season, and then have to start a seven-game seven series, right? Which you're going to get a ton of rest in because they don't play every, any back-to-backs. But still, but still, that's the the highest energy time in basketball. Yeah, and, and this is it's supposed to be to to make fewer teams try to tank at the end of seasons when they realize they're not. But really. Those top ten seeds, you're still playing, but and it, it'll extend to the eleven and twelve seed too. Because if you if you have to be the ten seed and you have a chance to play into the you playoffs, you have a chance, and you're a twelve seed and you're only a game and a half, two games back, you're still in the hunt to make the eight seed right. from the twelve spot. So yeah. in the last week, it's of not the season. just yeah. one through ten, or it's not just seven through ten. It really does bring it down into twelve, possibly even thirteen, depending on how close those teams are. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I I think that will make it interesting. Now you're still going to have the teams that are really bad. If there's tanking going on, it's gonna it's going to happen anyway. You're it, not going to keep everybody from doing. And that. I think that you would agree with me on this. Uh, I don't think tanking comes from the players, right? I don't no. think I don't think you'll ever find a team, professional team, NFL, even NFL, Major League Baseball, or NBA. That is the team is tanking because that does no good for any player to to be to not be good because you are playing for your next contract at all times. Right. So the better you play, the more money you have an opportunity to get. So I think we both agree that right. So it's right. It, it's really it's really Adam Silver trying to get his owners into putting more into their teams and and giving more people and more teams more ownership and opportunity to make it to the playoffs. And here's the only thing I think it might – why that theory might not really work is because the 7 through 10 or 12 or 13 seeds really are not legitimately contenders, especially in the East. I mean, you have the 7 and 8 seeds with losing records sometimes at the end of seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't – any your 7 through 13 seeds, you're playing Milwaukee. So why don't we why don't we just go to just one NBA? You mean the one through sixteen, the best sixteen teams? I'm telling, yes. Forget first just, off because conferences are basically what it's split into. I know there's divisions, the Pacific and all this other. There's actual divisions, which I I have no idea why they are there. No, maybe you play those teams in there one extra time per year, and uh, opposed to the rest of your conference. And I think that's it. You do, yeah. But other than that. Those are pointless. Why? Why even have any of it? Or you keep them in those so people, you know, or no, don't keep them in it. Just split them up and throw them all out there. Let them all play under one NBA. Top sixteens go. Top sixteen teams go. Yeah. Now, but in that case, now you're talking about, you know, there are teams that may play that may end up with a really good uh, strength of schedule because now you really do got to figure out if you're going to have those divisions and try to split those divisions up somehow. Maybe you keep the same divisions, and those are the teams that you play an extra time per year, but you play everybody twice, play a few people three times. Yeah, and that's why a lot of Eastern Conference owners are not going to agree to that because they know there's less of a chance to make the playoffs if it's just the top 16 teams. That's So the Eastern Conference owners, most of them are not, or some of them are not going to vote that in because of that reason, because your chance... Michael Jordan's chance of the Charlotte Hornets making the 
eight seed in the East is a lot better than it is making the 16 seed if you're if it's just one NBA. Because it's because you might have once four, again now it just more puts Western more pressure teams. on your puts more pressure on ownership and scouting to put a better team out on the court. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but then you uh, the opposite way you if you know you're not going to make that then you might tank. All right, so that's what they're doing now anyway. Yeah, I see. I see. The whole point is to. <laughs> Is to stop tanking, and I just basically said, "Well, then it's happening now. It's going to happen anyway." So I don't disagree. I I would be totally fine with a with a one through sixteen. I don't care about divisions. I don't, but it comes down to scheduling. You have to make sure there's as, as balanced the schedule as you can, and that's hard. And to I do. think I think I think you keep it in divisions if you're going to do that because now you're talking about travel, and in the divisions you're talking about the teams closest to you. So that takes away some of the travel and keeping some of the some of the um, some of the miles off of these guys, mm-hmm. you know, the jet lag and things like that. So I think you can still do that and and still be able to come up with a decent process to make it uh, just a thirty two team or a thirty team league instead of two conferences. Yeah. Uh, look, there's a lot of interesting stuff. This is all this is all eyebrow raising to me because I'm surprised if they if any of this stuff actually goes into effect but i think at least of the four things mm -hmm. rate them most likely to happen least likely to happen i I mean the least likely seems to be that mid-season tournament right i agree uh the most likely i would say is either the reseeding of the conf well you know this I, I think we go down to 65 or 64 games. I mean, I'm good with even less games than that. Why not just make it 60 or what it would be, 50, 58, and just have everybody play everybody twice? Yeah, and that that would be fine too. And that's and that's a good way that you could get – but then that's See, losing so that's much a ton of money. money. And even just losing a few – You can, I don't think you can go much more than four games. There's just so many things that happen. You're talking about season-long or, 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 or even uh, career-long numbers for some of these guys, you know, and that's legacy numbers and legacy things. And I talk about it with baseball all the time, man, but that means a lot to certain people. Uh, your career stats, your season stats, your, you know, most threes in a season. You know, it's going to be tough for Steph to break his own, his last four records when they're knocking four ga- less games on him. And I completely understand that, and I – sort of worry about that too but it it can just become the new normal it can just become and you can break it down you know Steph Curry has the most three-pointers in NBA history yeah in the in the 82 game era now you know Zion Williamson has the most dunks in the 60 game era of all time you know or or whatever Um, you can just break it down like that it's not I don't think you know, when you're talking Hall of Fame, you're talking about the guy's career as it relates to the era that they played in. You know, and if you if you're one of the best to ever do it, if you're one of the best in your era, if you played 15 years and you made 12 All Star games, guess what? You're probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you played 60 games or 82 games. You know, um, I it might be a bad example because the All Star Games popularity contest. But anyway, um, <laughs> but the the NBA that's for another that's for NBA, another podcast we've they, done before. They, they have changed the vote, way the voting goes the last few years to make it a little better. But um, anyway, the, the, the these are all interesting things, and so I don't know the 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 most likely is maybe the seventy eight games, or I think 
the reseeding of the conference finals maybe might be the most likely. I I I agree. Seventy eight reseeding would be the two for me. That play in thing's got some work to go with it, and so does the mid season tournament. But I'm with you on those. I feel like that's about the same for me. Uh, Chris, I have a question for you. Ah, uh, what do you got for me, my friend? Swipe left or swipe right? Ooh, bring it back. How, what was the old? Uh, what what was our old uh, our old thing for it? Swipe left. Swipe right. <laughs> Something like that. That sounds good. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. Stuffing. I believe it's episode eight. Is it episode eight? Is it episode eight? Uh, I think episode eight was our original that's swipe right, swipe left. Ago, yeah, I think boy. that's where it started. Ooh. Anyway, go. go. What do you got? Swipe left, swipe right. Stuffing slash dressing or whatever you call uh, it. Two different things. Two different things? Okay. Tell me totally, the, two okay. totally Don't different tell things. me the difference yet. Just tell me stuffing on Thanksgiving. Swipe right. Okay. You're a stuffing guy. Uh, dressing on Thanksgiving, swipe left. Oh, these yeah. are two different things. They're two totally now different things. Now can you tell me the difference? So dressing is like something you make on your stove, stovetop dressing. You've heard that before. It's 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 basically breading and some sausage and whatever else you put in that thing, mm -hmm. right? So stuffing is almost the exact same thing. However, it is stuffed in the turkey while it before it goes into the oven and is cooked with the turkey and all the turkey juices soaking into it. and <laughs> Yummy, 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 yummy. So then is it removed from the turkey? Yeah, and then you take it out of the turkey. Yeah, you take Because, you know, you got all, I mean, that, that turkey's got a big old cavity in the middle of it. You stuff all kinds of stuff in there after you get all the gizzards and everything out of there to begin with. It's all in a bag now. You don't really have to do anything. Yeah. but It's uh, all really disgusting. It's awesome. Oh, I love every bit of it. Yeah. Uh, so, disgusting. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, then you remove the stuffing, put it in a little little, uh, little bowl to serve it in, and eat away, man. Big difference between the two. Okay. Big difference. Okay. So now that I so know how flavor. they're prepared, I would say I'm probably more – I'm kind of a swipe left on both, but I'd say I'm definitely more of a swipe right on – dressing even with uh okay swipe right on dressing you swipe said right on dressing swipe left on stuffing if it's inside the body cavity of a turkey do you eat the so, okay so how about swipe left swipe right on turkey swipe it depends man <laughs> childhood adam hard swipe left yeah adult adam probably a swipe right but it's not a lot though yeah, you just need a, a little lot. bit of turkey to go. You're not grabbing a leg and nah. uh, going head first into Glutton Fest 2019. Nope. All right. So if you're swipe right now on turkey, right? What? Why would you be swipe left on stuffing? Uh, just because it started off in the cavity, like just because of just because it's in your head now. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm I'm I, a, listen, I mean, it, it, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. I know why. Definitely a I just psychological want to make sure our eater. listeners understand. I want to make sure our listeners are getting deep into your brain. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want anything having to do with the inside of the body of the turkey. Um, to me, I'm just thinking about you know what that meat comes from the outside. You, you know, you, I can see the meat. You ever had the skin? The, the skin off a of fried turkey. Uh, pr uh, uh, probably. I'm in love. Is it like? Is it the same uh, as like the skin not, of a fried chicken? Uh, no, because it's not breaded. You're not breading your turkey. Okay. So think okay. of fried chicken without the breading. So you can still fry it, but it's just like, uh, just delicious. 
I guess yeah. would be the word. Uh, yeah. Heaven. Okay. Uh, so let's do this. I got one for you. Yeah. Uh, swipe left, swipe right. Green bean nasty roll. <laughs> well, I know which way you go here. Green but, bean uh, casserole. What do you got? Green bean casserole. Uh, swipe left. Definitely swipe left. Biggest swipe right I could po- second Ooh. biggest. There's only one other one other food I like better than that on Thanksgiving. Green bean casserole is my absolute second favorite thing on Thanksgiving. It might be my first. Oh my gosh, it's so close. I mean, the way you talked about Green fried, bean nasty roll? The the way you talk well, no, yeah, that threw oh. me off. The way you talked about the way you talked about oh, fried fire. turkey, where you got, where you got all, <laughs> you got all uh, uh, got, intimate got, yeah. with the microphone uh-huh. with it. Um, I'm just pretending. <laughs> like that's like, oh, mm. now you're. Uh, who was it? Was it who was who licked the microphone? Who licked Steven the mic- Tyler? Or I no? have, who I was have, it? I have. Who's the Rolling problems Stones guy? Oh, oh, that's Mick uh, Jagger. Mick Jagger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a weird guy. That is a weird guy. Um. So you, obviously, green bean casserole, huge, hard swipe, right? Huge. Give well, what's one. your other one? I mean, okay, you want me? Okay. If that's second, uh, okay. then what's your first? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Tide because I'm starting to think green okay. bean casserole might be right there with it. Uh, uh cheesy potato casserole, I guess oh. you call it. I don't know exactly how to call oh. that, but uh, the cheesy potato casserole casserole deal. Money in the bank, Shody. What you think? Bank drank, <laughs> Shody. What you drank? What does he say? I don't know. I don't know, but Shody, what you thank makes perfect sense, right? When there. I'm asking you, yeah. So what do you got? Well, swipe left, swipe right. Cheesy potato casserole. Easy swipe right. Yes, that's so a good. winner in any school book, right? So good. That's killer. So so those are the potatoes you like, the cheesy potato casserole. Do you do more than one potato? Are you a mashed potatoes? Uh, okay. Swipe left, swipe right, mashed potatoes. Uh, mashed potatoes, lumpy. Yes, I like my lumpy mashed potatoes. I like an actual mashed potato. Uh, I'll, I'll eat whipped potatoes as well. You know, we get the whip, you know, and to get all the lumps out. I'm good with those too, but I'm more of a lump guy. Uh, I like my lumpy mashed potatoes. Uh, plenty of gravy. Definitely a swipe right. You know what? Uh, what I'm a swipe left on though is sweet potatoes. Man, sweet potatoes are big. At the Thanksgiving time, Adam, swipe left, swipe right, sweet potatoes. Remind me to give you a hug because that surprises me that you don't like them. Really? Hard swipe left on sweet Uh, potatoes. I don't even know why people make sweet potatoes. I think they're disgusting. It makes no sense to me at all. Uh, You got got a couple more? You got any more? I got a couple more if you don't. Just staples, right? Staples of the Thanksgiving dinner. Traditional Thanksgiving food. What do you got? Pumpkin pie. That's easy for me. It's super easy for me. Swipe left without even thinking twice. Yes. What is the pumpkin spice deal this time of the year? That is so gross. Pumpkin anything is disgusting. Pumpkin spice, pumpkin pie, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. Carving. You know what I do like? You know what I do like? What's that? Baked pumpkin seeds with a whole lot of salt on them. You know, I've had those before, and they were better than I thought they would be. So... Not bad I at all. Give you that. All right, um, I got one more for you. Uh, this is this is something different. Okay, I want you to think about this one hard. Okay. Because to me, this is not a traditional Thanksgiving food, but this is the more I talk to people around, this is a really big Thanksgiving Day meal. In fact, some people don't even do a turkey anymore. They just bring out a ham. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of a I can eat it. But I'm kind of a swipe left on ham. 
I'm swipe left on the ham on the bone, man. I, you know, I love ham like you get at the deli. Totally good for some thin sliced ham on a sandwich or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something about those honey baked hams and stuff. I'm, I don't know, just something not right about it. Yeah, it's okay. I tell you, I like this the on the honey baked ham. I like the skin, the honey oh, on the skin of the I'm ham. The opposite. Swipe left on that. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, generally, yeah, I'm not a thick slice honey baked ham yeah. type of. I'm not. And Fatty. since you, yeah, since you mentioned that, I'm more of a deli sliced turkey guy. Oh, big time. turkey. Yeah, big time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like a turkey sandwich with thin I, sliced I like turkey, turkey. any way it comes. Yeah. Just get it, de-feather that thing and, I throw, don't know, put it in the sun for a while. I'll eat it. Throw me some throw me some cheese, mustard, and pickles on that turkey sandwich, and I'm, I'm all set. I think I can go with the cheese and the pickles, but you know that I'm replacing yeah. that mustard with uh, as about as much mayo as you could possibly put on a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, I do know that about you. That is my. I have put man. I've been places around people that don't know me at all, and uh, you know you're in line at like a little thing making your sandwich, and I will put mayonnaise on a piece of bread, and as I go to get mayonnaise to put on the second piece, I've heard behind me, ugh, <laughs> just weird, weird yeah. tones coming out of people's mouth. I put as much. I might have been that guy. Actually. I put as much mayo on half of one slice of bread as most people put on an entire sandwich. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's so good. And mayo, swipe left, swipe right. Uh, Miracle Whip. See, uh, here's here's the thing that's gonna make you very upset, and a no, lot of people up to- very I'm, upset. I'm totally good. I can't wait. Don't even know the difference. <laughs> I, I was. I thought you were gonna tell me you were definitely swipe right. You don't know the difference. <laughs> I, I don't know the. Di- oh, I have I mean, never I'm o- side o- to side. I'm okay with Miracle Whip. I got no problem with a Miracle Whip on the sandwich. However, it does not compare to mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah, I know. Look, people feel very strong. I mean, that's almost like a political party thing. There, oh, it's yeah. it's like it's big time. You are either a Miracle Whip or a mayonnaise person for some people, and it's 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 a it's serious business. It's extremely serious business. So we talked about pumpkin pie. Any? Are you a pie person? Uh, you, chocolate, just chocolate pie. See, if it's chocolate pie. Uh, my mom makes chocolate pie every single year, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, I make her. I, I force her to make. I literally lock her in the kitchen and force her to make two extra just for me and i just take them home with me uh i i will eat an entire one of her pies for breakfast the chocolate pie it's like some chocolate pudding stuff on the crust and then like two inches of whipped cream on top of that and then like some shaved chocolate from a hershey bar um that's money in the bank i'll tell you what you and i are very similar as far as thanksgiving food goes because i'm 100 i'm not really a pie person at all but if i'm doing pie it's got to be that chocolate pie that you just described one thousand percent she used to make like four of them for our thanksgiving because yeah it was who eats like apple pie what disgusting why do people why are people so big on apple pie i don't know how did that become like the, what, like a, an american staple or something like that yeah, you know they call american it, is apple pie or whatever yeah Man, I'm as American as chocolate. Yeah. I guess chocolate comes from another country. But we eat it better than anybody else does. (laughs) Yes, we do, and that's why we're all very fat. Hey, thanks again, uh, by the way, coming into the uh, studio today. Adam brought me a giant United Dairy Farmers chocolate chip cookie dough white milk shake. 
Well, we need our energy for uh, for the Thanksgiving tradition in our family. One of them, anyway. Uh, so I can which t- is the, yeah, go, go for it. No, no, I, I, go ahead. Uh, we played. Uh, what has it been? Maybe like ten years or something like now. Every or? bit longer than that because Probably it's longer more. than me and Aaron have been together. We've been okay. together for twelve. So wow, been okay. a while. We have been doing it for a while, but uh, we we meet. Uh, Early morning, Thanksgiving morning, uh, the cousins, a lot of us cousins, and um, we played football. And for a long time, it was tackle football. Then we all got to our 30s, and we switched her up. We've told this story, I believe, before. We have. But uh, about five years ago, I want to say, we all got there, and I went out and bought flags because – I'm, I was an old man. I'm getting old. I was getting old. I was, so I was over 30 at the time. I was hurting. It hurts every time we play football, to tackle football. Yeah. Then it hurts more and more the older we got. So I went out and bought flags, mm-hmm. brought them to the football game, and have never heard so many people completely against flags. I mean, everybody, nobody wanted to use them. End of I that did. football <laughs> game, the end of that football game, everybody told me to bring them back next year. <laughs> yeah. And we've been using them for four straight years now, and it's gotten so bad. We've been that now we're down to we may not even have an offensive and defensive line that shows up. That we may not have enough people for that. We'll have enough people to play the game, and I'm I'm very happy for that. But I'm a little I'm a little disappointed in the turnout this year. Although we got some people with some shoulder surgeries. Uh, Andre Edwards, our LockedOnBengals.com, a previous writer for them, Bengals insider. He uh. He's got a little shoulder uh, surgery going on. And by the way, Andre, I appreciate you not coming this year. Yeah. <sighs> Me and Andre somehow, not somehow, we just always end up being quarterback. Both yep. of it, He'll be the quarterback of one team yep. and I'm on the other team. I never get to play with him. It's the Brady versus Manning of Thanksgiving football. And I am 100% Peyton Manning. <laughs> And this might be my one year to get my championship. <laughs> you can do a lot worse than Peyton Manning. Because and and uh, Andre will not be playing this year due to uh, some shoulder issues, which gives me my chance to maybe possibly pull out my first victory ever. Last year I was close. I was up like th- we were up three to nothing, and ended up losing five to three. So uh, off of five scores from Andre, I'm sure. Uh, guaranteed. <laughs> so on that note. I'm already engraving my MV, uh, Thanksgiving Day MVP trophy. No, I'm not. I guarantee I'm not going to be the MVP. Uh, so anyway, that's going to be fun. That's a fun Thanksgiving thing that we do. Um, Any other traditions in your family? Ah, man, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, my wife's family does a little game. It's called Greed. Oh. At the end of Thanksgiving, after pies eaten and everything, everybody gets Chocolate. these little uh, dollar presents, little cheap little guys, throws them in the middle of a big pile and uh you get a card you pick and after the presents are gone when your card comes up you get to steal from other people hey can't open the presents till the end so you have no idea what you're stealing but it's really fun to steal from little kids when they they get really mad <laughs> give everything to them anyway so doesn't matter games but. called greed games called greed and you steal from kids I like it. Super fun. <laughs> super super fun. Uh what we all, we, well you our got family any? our family uh, has the tradition of Thanksgiving dessert. Sure. You know? we, yep. we do our individual immediate family stuff, yep. and then we all meet somewhere. It's The, the number has dwindled in uh, over the years. but Harder and harder for people to get to. Right. Everybody has in-laws and stuff like that except for me. But uh, the <laughs> um, that's almost true right now. 
The last one is now engaged. Correct? Not that I know of. Oh, Samantha's engaged. You didn't know that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Danny. Oh, Danny. Oh, I forgot. He's been with somebody for a long time, though. But his his, girlfriend's family is not even in the country. So um, he doesn't have those obligations. Um, Yes. But I hope so. I hope he gets married. Um, If he wants to. If he wants to. And if she wants to. Anyway, I don't want to talk about somebody else. <laughs> I know that's uh, <laughs> that's weird. Um, anyway, not weird for me. We have. <laughs> I don't want it to be weird for him, even though I don't think he watches this. But who cares? The uh, anyway, our family does. We go over somebody's house. Usually, it's somebody who has a newer house who's moved into a house. Yep. Whatever we figure that out. Um, so we we do Thanksgiving dessert uh, over there, and I always look forward to that. And um, it's a good time. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah. family, all that good stuff, man. It's oh. uh, it's 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 that time of the year. Yeah. Uh, after tomorrow, after Thursday, uh, I officially give everyone the okay to put Christmas stuff up. If you have it up, uh, however long you've had it up before Thanksgiving, you now have to take it down and wait that long before you're allowed to put it back <laughs> up. Because it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, not Christmas. Yeah. Put your Christmas stuff away. When Thanksgiving's over, you can put your Christmas stuff up. I told my neighbor the other day, she said she, they were going to put their lights up. I said, well, you can't turn them on. <laughs> I, I straight told her, you can't turn them on. You're not allowed to. <laughs> oh, no, no, we would never do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were going. She was going to until I told her not to. <laughs> you, uh, I've seen a lot of Christmas lights already. I mean, it, it's Thanksgiving's it's later in the in the year, so it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I that's it. That's all, all right. I've got we we on pushed off on the Thanksgiving thing for yeah. a while. Let's get into uh, our favorite segment of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We end every podcast with the comedy special of the week. This week we had, first of all, two weeks ago we had uh, George Carlin, one of his early, uh, one of his early ones, and. Um, Live at Carnegie. Yep. George Carlin, live at Carnegie. Uh, are probably the furthest apart we've been on rating. Yeah. Uh, our specials. This one was Life is Worth Losing. I want to say his second to last. Somewhere second, in there. Second yeah, or third to last. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was getting up there, and he looked like it. But it sounded tell, like it. I mean, his so? vo- just the tone of his voice. I mean, not like, not like he was slowing down or anything, but I'm just saying yeah. like – his voice was definitely – it definitely sounded older. There were a couple times where I caught – and they were subtle, but little slip-up. Yeah. You know, little slip-up, barely even noticeable. But the way that he performs his material, a couple of very small slip-ups, still the most impressive thing I've it's ever ins- seen. Let me tell you, for like a 98-year-old man he was at that time, which I don't think he was. I think he was like he just looked what, it. like 70 or something like that yeah. in his late 60s or something. Uh, so I'll be honest with you here. I feel bad. I feel bad about this. But I fell asleep last night about 15 minutes in. Oh. And I did not get a chance to watch the rest of it today. However, I will give you a, a quick, a, just my quick thoughts because the very beginning of this was probably the craziest thing I've ever seen out of a out of a really old man. I wanted so bad to print that monologue out and read it on this podcast, and I didn't get a chance. He to went for like seven or eight minutes talking as fast as you can talk about. I I still am not a hundred percent sure what he's what he was even saying. 
Some of it was funny. Some of it made no sense. But it was extremely impressive. Extremely. It's. I've seen this one before, and that was like, that's one of the things that stuck to me, that sticks to me, why I feel like George Carlin is one of the top two or three all-time greats. But does that make him an all-time great comedian just because he can say all that stuff really fast? It's, it's a big part of it for me. As he goes on, and you're right, it wasn't like the the way he did put those words together, there were especially at times really funny parts. Yeah. The, the way he matched everything up. Um, but it was more impressive than anything. That Without a doubt, when he finally ended it, I was like, Good night. Yeah. How long did that take <laughs> to memorize that whole I thing? I know. And to be just quick with it and yeah. just, I mean, it's fast paced. Um, so, yes, very impressive. And then he goes into being really funny for the rest of the time. Um, so I thought you were going to say, oh, when you started that whole thing, I thought you were going to say you didn't like it again, which we didn't, haven't even gotten to yet, and that's sure. fine. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I get to make you hopefully feel a little bit better in that the last few nights I have had basketball practice after work immediately after work yeah. and then went home and worked for a while longer yeah. until like it was so late that I had to go to bed cause I had to get up in like five hours right. for work again. Um, so tonight I had about an hour window before I had, before I, between the time I got home and the time I had to leave to come here and I started it. And I had to stop it once or twice to go do other things. Um, but I got about maybe 55, 60% of the way through it. Oh, okay. So I don't feel so, so bad now. Yes. Yeah. So it was we a both rough week, man. It's, it's the week before holiday. We, we struggled a little bit getting that bad boy done. I'm definitely finishing it, though. Maybe tonight, even though it's going to be late. Maybe tonight when I get home because I, I was loving it. I will tell you, I was enjoying the, the 15, 20 minutes that I saw better than I liked. The, the first one, I was, I just never laughed. Yeah. This one, I was I mean, I. I giggled. When I get some giggles, that's good. I like the giggles. You know, I get yeah. the usually if I start off with the giggles, by the time it's over, I'm cracking up in my seat. So <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go and I, I don't know what I would have gave it. I would say it's probably gonna be in that three and a half to four range, but I don't know 100 percent because I didn't get to see the whole thing. Yeah, what I've seen so far, I definitely give it a solid four. Solid four, definitely a solid four. And I want to listen to the rest of it or watch watch the rest of it. I should say. Um, I feel because so I was, much better now. I was, I was really, really dreading having to tell you that I didn't see that whole thing. That's why I let the Thanksgiving thing go so long. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on the same page, man. I, look, it's we, we really try to find the time. You have an even bigger excuse because you have an entire family you have to take care well, of. You have a whole other job. so Well, whatever. But uh, either way, we were both really, really busy. We watched as much of it as we could get in. We watched enough of it to know what it's about, yep. and we also watched a George Carlin special the week before. You've got a three and a half to four. I've got a four. We're pretty much on the pretty much on, on the same, same page, page there. That, yeah, yeah. yeah so check it out. It. Check it out. It's good. Um, his, how, his, do you, so you didn't get to his material on suicide, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. It, it's the worst I felt about laughing about suicide ever because he has a lot of material on suicide which is not funny it's not funny in real life it's, it's funny on a comedian stand-up it's not boy, funny in real life boy oh boy does he make it funny <laughs> that there's a lot of things i was laughing a lot while i was doing this and i was also by the way 
I had it on my TV, and I was in the next room over on my computer <laughs> looking up all this stuff about the NBA changes. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm multitasking as well. Um, but I wrote, I wrote down opening monologue, suicide, and then one time where he was talking about how dumb people are. Like his whole thing is so negative. Oh yeah, and and which people may, are, maybe people why, irritate. Him. Yeah, people really irritate him. Um, and he was talking about how, like, not you people. He was talking about, you know, like, yeah. people at the show or whatever. But all these other people. And he was talking about how he said – he just said the words. And I didn't even – I maybe didn't even catch the entire joke and the setup and everything. But he said the words, dumber than a second coat of paint. <laughs> and I, I laughed so hard from the other room. It was so the, funny. It just hit me like I love that just the right way. I love the I love little one-liners like that. Those are what those are what crack me up. I love that. Dumber than a second coat of paint. I need to remember that because I got a buddy that loves to say stuff like that all the time. And uh, yeah, I like that. That's yeah. a good one. Um, so anyway, that's it. That you know we got we had the George Carlin thing. We did talk about uh, moving forward what our comedy segment might turn into a little bit. Not not a huge change, but. Uh, just a little, a little thing we want to maybe try for a little while and, and see how we feel about it, um, which is basically sticking to newer releases, right? Right. Netflix has got a new release that comes out like almost every week on for comedy specials. Right. Uh, if you don't have Netflix, uh, get somebody's password because everybody's got Netflix. I feel like, or has access to somebody's login. Yeah. Uh, so, or Amazon Prime. I mean, they've got yeah. a lot of stuff too. Right, but most of it comes out on. I mean, we can be honest. I mean, most of it's coming out on Netflix. There is a lot of stuff on Prime though, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep we'll go into both. But pe- most people have both anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we like to do some new stuff, right? Get people into some maybe not new people, but new specials. Yeah. So we've done Mike Birbiglia in the past, and uh, he just came out with a brand new special that just popped into my inbox a couple days ago, and we thought, you know what? Let's give her a go. Mr. Birbiglia is a pretty funny cat. Uh, enjoyed the one that we watched because we really wanted to watch him, uh, and he didn't have a new special about a month and a half ago, and uh, here we are now. So Mike Birbiglia has, it's literally just called The New One, uh, a special called The New One. It's on Netflix. That is going to be the That's going to be the uh, comedy special for this week. And I guarantee he named it that for the this very specific example where yeah. we are talking about new the Mike Birbiglia because we both are Mike Birbiglia fans and uh, we're oh which which comedy special are we watching the new one the new one yeah yeah what yeah. are we gonna do we're gonna watch the newest one so what's let's a, check out what's what's the new one called uh, ah it's the new one you know you find it I know I know but what's a what's the title of it yeah just type in the new one you'll find it it'll pop probably Mike Birbiglia's newest one it'll probably pop up I don't know but it doesn't have a title or. Oh no, it's just the new one. It's just his newest one. I know, I know, but (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we go. Yeah, who's on first? Who's on first? Yes, Uh, very well done. I wasn't prepared for that, but I think we did pretty good with it. (laughs) I feel pretty good with that. Uh, So anyway, check out Mike Birbiglia, the new one, and we will. I am going to watch this because I've got some time. Uh, We've got four day weekend, man. Exactly. Oh, so pumped up. Okay, a couple minutes here, real quick. I was thinking when you were a child, Mm -hmm. right? Holidays were awesome. Yeah. Every holiday was great. You could pretty pretty well rank holidays when yes. you were a kid, right? Christmas, number one. There's nothing better than getting presents. 100%. Uh, number two was probably Halloween 
or like, uh, I don't know, 4th of July because of the fireworks, Halloween, you're getting candy, you know, free stuff and parties when you're a kid, right? That's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. Yes. Thanksgiving, eh, I mean, to be honest, Thanksgiving was just another holiday for me. I like to eat a lot. We ate a lot anyway. It was what it was. Um, As an adult, can I tell you, as a grown adult with a job Mm -hmm. that's not retail, (laughs) yeah. Thanksgiving is my new most favorite holiday. Is it? It's a built-in four-day weekend without me having to take any vacation time. Isn't that the best? That's the reason it's my favorite. I eaten and all that stuff, family, I love it. That's always good. But a built-in four-day weekend. There are places that get Thanksgiving off but work Friday. Sure. So not everybody gets the four, but still you're getting three out of four even I, if you do work. I Friday. would go on. I would venture to say over fifty percent of grown adults with full time jobs have a four day weekend. I would agree with that. Um, there are also places, maybe not a lot, but definitely some businesses that ha- take that entire week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, yeah. For the first time in my life, I work at a company that does what? that. What? Yes. And I mean, I experienced it last year. This is my second year there. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, it's it, it makes my job really, really hard because sure. I plan production around mm-hmm. all these extra holidays and stuff. Um, but while it's happening, boy, I got like seven days off in a row or something Loving like that. Every bit of it, oh, right? it's the oh, best. That's nine days. You have nine days off. I have, yeah. That's I have from the 24th to the 1st. Yeah, it's yep. nine days off in a row. Pretty right, spectacular. So, so you're still Christmas then, right? Christmas I'm, de- I'm, I'm Christmas anyway. I'm not a huge – I eat junk food all the time, so I basically have Thanksgiving anytime I want. But um, – and I don't eat all that – you know, I don't eat – I don't eat You that, don't eat any of it. The green bean you don't eat, business. You don't eat any of it. Let me tell you – What do you eat when you get a plate at Thanksgiving? What's on your plate? You know what? Now, as I don't know a, you're a picky eater. What's right. on your plate? As an adult, though, way different than when I was a kid. As an adult, put a little bit of turkey on there. I put some mashed potatoes. I actually kind of like mashed potatoes now. Okay. Not a gravy guy. I'm not a gravy people. That usually surprises people. Mashed potatoes, no gravy. I would think, yeah, that does surprise me. Um, you know, maybe a little corn. Um, keep anything real colorful off my plate. Keep yeah. it off. Uh, except yellow corn, obviously. Um, and that's really, and then all the, all the desserts, not the gross pies we talked about, but the chocolate pie that your mom makes cookies, cookies, and Sue makes great cookies, all kinds of different kinds of cookies and stuff too. Anybody that brings those over. No cookies with jelly on them or anything like that. No, really weird. Come on, get those Can we just have regular cookies? Man, and you, you know what? And then you talk about Christmas, and that's the, the Christmas uh, cookies, man. At Christmas, boy, you got the peanut butter ones with the Hershey Kiss in the uh, middle. Come on, don't get any. Why are than those that. only around at Christmas time, you man? Wanna, you know what? Uh, next Wednesday, I'll have Aaron make you some. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> don't do it, put your I'll, wife <laughs> through some extra work for me. Um, but uh, I love those, though. I really I do. Those I are know. so good. Um, anyway, holiday. The food's great. It's awesome to be, you know, do all the family stuff and everything, and obviously to get uh, lots of days off of work. Um, but what I was get, what I was gonna say is, so pretty, pretty simple plate as an adult, as a kid, didn't like any of that stuff. No, yeah. not even turkey. I, I see your mom making you a hot dog or something. I was gonna say, <laughs> at least a few Thanksgivings, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly for, I the, totally, for this old boy. Oh, I totally believe that. Uh, I don't understand how that works. I eat everything out there except for the sweet potatoes. 
Uh, but I eat everything except sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are disgusting, man. I totally agree. Couldn't agree more. So, if you are a listener of this show and you like sweet potatoes, please never listen to this show. I'm just kidding. Please don't. Please uh, listen keep to it, listening. but listen to it with. Uh, Do just not listen to us from a distance. Don't eat sweet potatoes while you listen. Yeah, that that I feel like your sweet potatoes are going to go bad just by hearing our voices. They're going to dislike <laughs> sweet potatoes. It's going to ruin the sweet potatoes and it's going to ruin the podcast at the same time. They're going to ruin <laughs> each other. There you go. All right, buddy. So, uh, yeah, so tomorrow, Thanksgiving football. Everybody have great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. All that good uh, good stuff. Have fun putting your Christmas lights up. Hopefully you didn't do it today in the 50-mile-an-hour winds. <laughs> oh, good night. That just reminds me, too. Oh, I hate to do these real quick things at the end. I was leaving today. I was leaving today the house, and uh, my neighbor was standing outside in 50 mile an hour winds with a rake in his hand. <laughs> He's staring up at his tree with the rake in his hand as the wind is just blowing stuff everywhere. In <laughs> is my, he like catching the leaves in midair I, with the rake? Or? In my head, I'm thinking, go inside. You're not going to be able to do anything out here right now. No. Oh, that was funny. Nope. Okay. Uh, that yeah. reminds me, I'm sorry, this has nothing to I love it. The 50-mile-an-hour winds. Yes. Do you remember going outside and shooting basketball in the 50-mile-an-hour winds and trying to measure your trying shot to figure out where to go. way yeah. off to the side so the wind blows the, yes. blows the so shot in? This is how goofy I am uh, about Thanksgiving football. Yeah. Because I love – I. I feel like it was always me and Mike or Mike or, or somehow it was a combination or, or just him or me that would get the initial conversation started with the yeah. cousins uh, to go play football right. on Thanksgiving Day every year. And I really love playing football on Thanksgiving. I only play once a year, but I have a really fun time. My cousins are hilarious. You guys are all funnier and all get out. I laugh so hard. Anyway, I was thinking last night, because when I'm hearing about these 50-mile-an-hour winds, I was thinking, man, man, I might want to get out there and try to throw a couple footballs just in case it's still <laughs> like that tomorrow so I can figure out exactly where how I'm going to throw this ball in those win- in that wind. i got to get my timing down. Yeah. Yeah, every year as we're leading up to Thanksgiving, I'm like, oh, God, I haven't played football in a year. I'm going to get hurt doing this. It's going to be – 20 degrees outside or it's going to be wet and muddy it's just going to be so awful i just don't feel like playing and then i show up and it's fun and i'm like it's a good time usually about 45 minutes in i'm like no i'm good now that that was fun (laughs) i'm good to go and then we usually play like another hour after that or whatever but it's no it used to be (laughs) when we played tackle it would be we would play for like 25 minutes and be like, oh, halftime, everybody, let's go. It's halftime. Let's go get a drink of water. Go off to the side, get a drink, be like, all right, should we go out there? What time is it? And we've been playing for like 25 minutes. <laughs> I Once feel we like brought, it's longer than that. But no, right. Maybe, and then we go out not. and play for another, play for about an hour. Then when we brought the flags in, dude, it may oh, it definitely played a lot longer with flags than we ever did playing with without. Well, I'm in like my third or fourth year now of pushing for uh, moving the football game to uh, cousin Thanksgiving breakfast tradition. Um, which Why would, can't we do both? I feel like 
I mean, I'm fine with that, but but I feel like everybody else has families and they can't be away all not all day. But we have to be gone all day. We play football at like eight. Oof. Get done it. We Oof. play football at nine. Get done at ten. Have breakfast for an hour and a half. Be done by eleven thirty. Get out and get doing what you got to do. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm even more fine with just doing breakfast for a couple I'm hours. Sick of it. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> you guys know how much it breaks my heart. I don't have brothers to bond with all the time. This is my chance to get my brotherly <laughs> bonding. We can we can do anything anytime. It doesn't have to be getting up <laughs> early on an off day when it's freezing outside and being outside and running around getting hurt. It do, it can be something way better than that. That is anytime you want. The best thing in the world for me. All right. No, I was just going to say I'll start thinking about it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm keeping this football thing alive as long as I possibly can until right. my kid's old enough to play football with me. There you go. Or get his own tackle football game together. There you go. Anyway, all right, so I think we've got, we've gone on way longer than we uh, than we first thought. So uh, have a good Thanksgiving. Um, check Adam out on the tweet box at AdamSchmidt44. And I'm at Sick With It. You can catch us on all your favorite podcast platforms uh, as well as Facebook every Wednesday, 1030-ish at night. Um, We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Have a good holiday. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.